welcome. I am not hosting. How are you doing, John? Pretty good. How about you, Nathan? Pretty, pretty good. I had a lot of cola today, though, so I feel weird. But uh, why, why did you yeah. drink a lot of cola? Because I was at the movies watching Paul, and if you get a large cola, you can get it refilled. So why wouldn't you do that? And it was a really bad idea. <laughs> that is so, a bad so, idea. Because when are you going to leave the uh, theater to get it? How refilled? many liters of Coke did you drink? Uh, probably two or something. You drank like two a, liters while watching that movie. Uh, well, I, one during the movie and one immediately after while walking around and talking about weird Japanese stuff. Oh yeah, I guess it's a weird time to talk about weird Japanese stuff because they're not doing so well over there, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of games have been cancelled coming out from Japan because of everything. Is that true? Or at least postponed? Or? Uh, a number of 3DS games are getting delayed. That makes sense. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Like Gun Loco got cancelled by Square Enix. Oh, okay. I heard about that one. Yeah, Dead or Alive Dimensions is getting delayed. Steel Divers delayed in Japan. Um, oh, okay. I'm trying to think of what else. I've seen like a exhaustive list, but those are the only ones that jump to mind right now. Okay. That, man. All the best, Japan. We love you. Over here. I'm, I'm not supposed to do that. I keep doing that. I'm sorry. That was a smooth I, transition, though. You should have just kept with it. I know, hey, but then I might end up what? posting by accident, you know what? and I'm in no condition to host. Hey, listen up. Okay. Top-down perspective. Top-down perspective. Oh man! Nice. Oh. Like All right, I'm your host, Sean. Okay. I'm joined with Nathan. Hey. And from the East Coast, John. Yes. Well, I'm back in the West Coast now, but I am no, from I know. the East Coast. But uh, so um, John, why were you in the East Coast? Uh, I went to Boston because I went to PAX East. That's why I missed last week's podcast, because the internet in our hotel was crap, because everyone was using it. Okay, so I'm just going to let you go. We're not even going to... Okay, it's fine. That makes sense. Uh, Just first quick question, comparison, PAX East, PAX West. PAX Prime. It's called PAX Prime. Um, Sorry, That's kind of a tricky one. In relation to, like, uh, showroom and everything... I think they're both about equal. Um, the, okay. the the room, the building that the entire convention took place in, is gigantic. It was like a reformed air air hangar, airport airplane hangar. So is it crazy. bigger than Pax Prime? The building itself, yes. Okay. There was actually higher numbers of attendants too, so it's actually bigger. Uh, in my opinion, overall, like I mean, they're they're both equal, but I think I prefer Prime a little bit more, okay. solely because the location for in Seattle. Is a lot more centralized, and there's a lot more stuff to do in the area. Uh, the, oh, okay. the location of the convention center in Boston was next to nothing. There was like two or three hotels that were actually close, and every other one was a couple miles away. Oh, okay. So we had to get but you had to get shuttle buses to get there, or take taxis. Okay. How's Boston as a city, though? I've never been there. The Boston as awesome? a city seems pretty cool. Uh, talked to a bunch of people. They're like, "Yeah, I probably wouldn't want to live here," but. It, it seemed nice. The roads seemed kind of confusing, but other than that, it seemed pretty chill. Okay. Got to see a uh, show of the Blue Man Group while I was there. Did you like it? Is there several Blue Man Groups? Yeah, or is that uh, I have a pamphlet at home, but it's like eight separate groups of Blue Man Group, I believe. I don't oh, okay. know that, but that would make sense, because they seem to be in a lot of places. Like, I saw them yeah, in New the, York. Yeah, the, like the they original were Vegas three? all the time. 
The original three don't even perform anymore. They just come up with, like, the performances, and everyone else does it. Oh, they just come okay. to, like, approve of, like, the apprentices? Yeah. Like, not blue enough. Cool. And then they're like, oh, man, what a wizard. <laughs> Probably, like, not good enough at drumming or something. How was that? Is it is it awesome? Oh, man, it was fantastic. Was it funny? Um, okay. Definitely. Uh, their main shtick was about having these three giant iPhones. Okay. Okay. So uh, they they had like a lot so of topical. jokes. Yeah, totally. But they also did like a bunch of their old bits as well, like rock concert movements and some of the the pouring paint into a drum bit and stuff like that. Like okay. it was really really good music, uh, a lot of funny skits, and uh, some I, I can't I'm pretty sure it was faked audience involvement, but it was pretty good. And near the end, they had a random rave. So like. Uh, Paper streams started coming out of the ceiling. Giant floating balls bounced around. It was just chaos, and it was fantastic. Cool. At one point, I'm, I'm a bit behind. I'm yeah. Groups. At one point, they took a guy from the audience, uh, put him in a bo- bodysuit, and then uh, covered him in paint, and then threw him against the wall. Okay. So did probably they, did any time like did a ton of toilet paper come down? Because that happened for mine. Yeah. Okay. That was the rave. Oh, you've oh. seen them too? The Man. Group? Yeah. Yeah. Rich like, I was in Vegas, New and they York, were there, like and I was like, no. Oh, I missed that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. And when I exited, they were handing out free Red Bull. I didn't cool. see that. Yeah, it I was, was just kind of disappointed just, like, I couldn't take pictures by. of the area. Were you allowed to take was... pictures of the show? Or did you uh, try? I don't think so. Yeah, I wasn't able. We weren't able to. I tried to, and they like said, you know, put down the camera. Oh man, okay. That's. As for the actual convention, um. Oh right, yeah, that thing. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, I think the exhibition like it was all in one room instead of two, like it was in Pax Prime. Okay. I think Pax Prime's felt bigger, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, uh, Pax East was just like all centralized, and it was pretty good. In terms of games, is it as exciting? Because PAX Prime has the whole, this thing was just announced at E3, whereas like Boston doesn't. Yeah, uh, as far as I'm aware, there were no surprise announcements at PAX East. Um, Maybe some indie stuff or something. There was there was a lot of 3DS there. Oh, okay. so oh like you actually got to see one? Yeah, I got to play, I played like a dozen games or half a dozen. That's, All right. that's pretty How awesome. How is it my eyes hurt. Really? Oh. Uh, apparently, a bunch of people I asked who had glasses all complained that it kind of hurt their eyes after a while. But people without glasses were like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." Great. I have glasses. So. Yeah. The the, uh, the three D works. Uh, it's just like I think I heard it's more so if you have astigmatism, it might cause problems, and I do. So. Oh no! I also have astigmatism. Wait, what's that? <sighs> it, it's uh, like a weird, un- irregularly curved lens. Yeah, it? your your eyeball's a weird shape internally. Man, yeah, maybe the lasers can fix me. I know. <laughs> Jeans. What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, I I don't. Know. I I like the system better with the 3D off, but the 3D does definitely work on it. Cool. What Was it like incredible to see it, like hands on? Like I don't know, just 3D without glasses. I, I, I wasn't like awesome. whoa. I was like, oh hey, cool. <laughs> and then proceeded it. to turn off the 3D. Cool. Does the frame rate get way better? Oh hell yes. That's awesome. So, at least on a couple games. games. On a couple games. Is it still, like, an improvement? Like, you would get it? Like, it's a new thing? Ah. 
Without the 3D, I, like it's still a good console. I'm probably gonna get it. Okay. Okay. Sorry, was Layton there? Was Layton? No. Was his hat. Oh. Um, there were people dressed up as Professor Layton. It's good for them. There was a male Layton and Luke, and then there was a female Layton and Luke. Ooh, that's more appropriate. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Like, there was like a female sexy Ezio and a bunch of other crazy costumes there. I would assume so. Uh, as for the uh, 3DS. No, I didn't. I, I just went normal clothing. Okay. Wait, uh, any other, like, did you see Icarus or... Yeah, I played. Steel Diver. Uh, I'll I'll go. The 3D games I played. I started with Super Street Fighter 4 because I went to Capcom okay. first. How was that? It's Super Street Fighter 4. Like, like a okay. good version of it. Yeah. That's crazy because it, it's a handheld. Yeah, I know. Like, I was blown away. Like the like it dips down in like the backgrounds, but like the game plays the exact same. Looks very good. Even in 3D. I, I, I tried it 3D at first, and I was like, eh, and then turned it back to 2D. So did, I just, like, starting this up, did you uh, try everything in 3D and then proceed to turn it off? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'm just wondering if you just, like, tried the first one and was like, never I think I think again. the only game, I think the only game I didn't try the 2D for, actually, no, I did, never The mind. 3D. Uh, I, I think I did try every game as 3D and 2D. Okay, that's cool. Probably for the best. Yeah, the the slider on the 3DS is kind of weird. It it focuses in and out a bit, and like the the higher up it is, obviously the more in depth the 3D is. Like the picture slides out more, and you can see it kind of getting deeper. It's really cool effect, but it like I don't know. You have to be into that stuff. I I'd be perfectly content with just playing all the games 2D at the moment. So there wasn't even like a nice sweet spot of like half 3D or anything. Uh, you, yeah, you can slide it down low, so you'll have like low 3D. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like you personally. Personally, did you like any of like the lower, or would you just prefer 2D the whole time? Uh, at the moment, I'm gonna say I'd prefer 2D all the time, but okay. I, there might be a game that come out that comes out that'll change my mind. All right. Uh, out of what I played for the 3DS, first I played Super Street Fighter, like I said. Then I played Kid Icarus Uprising, and um, I'm excited kind of weird for that. Control mechanic, kind of weird control mechanics. How so? Uh. Well, the uh, the Panzer Dragoon sections, the uh, the on rail shooter, seems pretty straightforward. But when you get running around in the town, you have to like use the touch screen to to move your as your camera control while you're moving your character. And I forget if it's button presses for attacks. Like Prime Hunters. Kinda. Okay. Kinda, but as a third person game. Okay. All right. So it's it's a little jarring, but I'm like I kind of got used to it by the end of it. Okay. So, it, like, it's probably got a bit of a learning curve, but after that, it, you're solid. Plus, it's still got a couple months to come out anyways. Uh, then I tried out Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D. Alright. Which was pretty much just the Mercenaries mode. So, okay. if you play Resident Evil 5 or 4 or, I, or 3... I didn't, so... Okay, well, yeah, in all those games have got a Mercenaries mode, and it plays pretty much the same as 5's. It's got a bunch of older stages from older games, like a couple of stages from Resident Evil 4 in there. I don't know about any other game, but... The demo just had a level from 5 and a level from 4. And okay. 4 playable characters. Uh, then I tried... Oh, i got to remember all this now. So that same booth they had... How long was the line for the 3DS stuff? Um, I got in the line on Sunday, and it took about uh, 40 minutes to get there. 
And then you just got to try each of these one after the other, or what? Yeah, pretty much. Like once okay. you got in Nintendo's booth, you get you could just wander around till you were done. Okay. Uh, I I thought it was Super Street Fighter that was there, so I moved from that, and then I checked out Dead or Alive Dimensions, which and that's the game that really pointed out to me how bizarre the three D is in the, on the system. Uh, running it in three D, like the game seemed like it ran slow, like you could see like it was dropping frames. Turning it off made it run like a 360 game. Turning like up, putting it back Xbox to two, 360 because this yes. is a handheld. Yes, like uh, turning uh, turning off the two, put it back to 2D. It felt like I was playing Dead or Alive 4. Like, it even looked like it. It was great. Wow, it's the future. Your hands. I, I don't. <laughs> good answer. Uh, I don't know what it is about the. I, like apparently, like it does cut the frame rate in half from what I've heard, and it, but it's it was really noticeable in Dead or Alive. Okay. So I don't know. That's that's another game I would be playing in 2D. Uh, the only the only game from Nintendo's booth that I didn't play was uh, Ocarina of Time because it's Ocarina of Time. I've played that game enough. Yeah, I'm actually thinking of not getting that when it's out. The only the only reason I'd get it is because they said Master Quest is included. Yeah. But um, don't you have that? I have it for GameCube, but I haven't beaten it, so it'd be... It also depends on the price, too. I mean, Ocarina is a good game. It's just... Played it enough in the past decade. Yeah. Uh, I tried out some of the AR games, like the, the AR cards, and uh, Face Blasters, or Face Hunters, or I forget what it was called. Face Ace? Something like that. It wasn't Face Ace, it was like... Face... I don't remember. But like it was really fun. Like you take a picture of yourself, and anyone else who's used the DS, their faces would appear as enemies, and you had to save them on screen. You would turn around in full, like full 360 rotation, and wherever you pointed, you'd be firing at enemies that would appear. It was a cool augmented reality game. I really liked it. Okay. Um, what else did I try? I skipped Nintendo Dogs and Cats, and I got to Whoa. try. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, guys. But like <sighs> cats. Man. When when's the next time you're gonna play with a cat? Never. Probably the one in when my house. When it comes out, in like and that's two in, minutes. That's in a couple of weeks. I have I have a cat in my house. So I can just play with that. Oh, that's not as good. It's not 3D. I can't take it with me everywhere I go. That's true. You can't unlock like a little Mario Kart RC car and drive around. <laughs> I could just Jeez. buy one. Still not 3D. Do those exist? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I saw I saw a Mario Kart telephone on the show floor. Just sitting there for sale or something? Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks. Did you buy it? Okay. No. Oh. Not for a hundred bucks. I wouldn't have been able to get it home anyways. I had no room in my suitcase. Okay. Uh, the Yeah, I played Steel Diver and was unimpressed by that. But it's got submarines. Uh, the mode that they put it on was like some just quick targeting mode. I don't know if how the actual career mode or story mode is. Okay. But it was basically, you spin around in circles, fire missiles at enemies, and duck... Or die whoa, whenever whoa, they start shooting. Torpedoes. Shoot. Sorry, torpedoes. Yeah, I saw Humphrey after Rhino. Anyway. <laughs> when you say spin around, do you mean like your whole body? I never body? saw Montana. Yes. Okay, I was wondering if you played any of the Sam games Leo? with the uh, like tilt sensor or whatever. Uh, I I don't know what it was. The tilt sensor kind of seemed off when I was playing Steel Diver because my sub was always at like a, a forty-five degree angle. It was okay. really weird. Alright. I don't know, like, I like the system itself. I think the system itself's gonna be great. I just, 
And the 3D does work. It's just the 3D is not the selling point to me anymore. It's just a better system. How heavy the is augmented it reality in comparison to a DS? Um, that I could not tell because they had those uh, crazy battery packs on it. Like were they, they, they were attached like, to models? Uh, no. Okay. They're all attached to desks. Okay. So yeah, like they were, they were weighed down, you? so I couldn't actually like get the proper feel for the weight. All right. Sorry. How how do you weigh in on the um booth babe controversy? Was is it, it too many? Is it really a controversy? It, it's been addressed in other places as though it were kind of like it's like, hey man, this is against the pack spirit. Come on. Well, I mean, it makes it like the main Duke thing Duke. some people were kicking a fuss about was Duke Nukem Forever, which it makes a hundred percent sense to have a booth babe there. Right, because that's like a misogynist game. So why? Would yeah. But, I mean, there were other games that, there companies that had booth Do you think with the Duke Nukem one, when they were hiring these girls, they were like, alright, listen up. We're objectifying you. We're trying to do that. Okay? This is not a form. You're not gonna wear enough clothes, but we're trying. Whereas every other one else is getting a booth babe. It's like, like, no, you're like a PR person. I'd like to think that was actually the case. Because, I mean, they were, they were walking around in, like, schoolgirl costumes. It was, it was tacky, but it was funny. How many photos did you okay. get? None. Not of the booth babes. I actually did not go in the Duke Nukem Forever booth. Oh, okay. Because I asked the guy there, and he said, like, it was kind of the same demo with some extra stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Then I walked around, and I walked past it the last day and saw they had some extra stuff in the game, like the minecart level. I was like, damn it! But the lineup, the lineup for Duke Nukem buckles? Forever was... Uh, no, they were giving out uh, beer bottle openers. Okay. Okay. Fresh wag. Yeah, the, a lot of the games had ridiculous lineups too. So, uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic was playable, and that had a three-hour lineup. Uh, Battlefield Three had a three-hour, two-hour lineup. Brink had a two-hour lineup. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming these um, are games you didn't play then. No. Okay. Uh, was Portal Two had there? a three-hour lineup, and it was only the single-player demo. Sorry, was L.A. Noir there at all? Rockstar? Yes, it was, actually. They had a pretty big booth. Uh, but it was cool. all, like, closed-in area, so you had to go in to actually see anything. And you didn't? No. Once again, the lineup. Uh, I did a yeah. lot. I checked a lot more indie stuff and the 3DS stuff for the most part. Was Johnson Blow there this time, like, hiding in the corner like he was last time? Not telling anybody he was there. He was just like, hey, check it out. It's my game. But I have, like, a nondescript booth. What was what was Blow's game? I, I don't remember what it's called, it but it was apparently at PAX Prime. No, no, no. It was at PAX Prime, like, to, like, a stall over from where I was. It was just, like, so bland looking that nobody cared. No, I remember that. I'm just talking about the game. It, like, it wasn't, it's, the last footage we saw of it, it, like, wasn't a game. There was, like, TV screens and a garment, gar- or garbage or something like that. Garbage. Garbage. No, I don't remember. I thought you were thinking of Trenched, because it has TV monsters. No, but did, hey, did you play Trenched? No, I didn't. Aww. I did. I did see the Double Fine booth, and I missed the. I didn't see the Sesame Street game, which apparently oh, was playable. This. Sorry. Oh man. Which really disappointed me. I would have played that if I'd seen it. Like there was like in the middle middle of the expo hall, there was like a huge Connect area, and they had like Connect Joy Ride and uh, Dance Central and everything. Was there any new Connect games? Um. No. Great. That's, awesome. That's so. Well, oh, so, well, sorry. Yes, there was one new playable game. That was Connect enabled, and I am so pissed off I never got to play it. Okay. Child of Eden. Oh, man. Oh. It was playable. Okay. For how much I love Res and talk about Res, I didn't get to play it, and I was so disappointed. But the lineups for that were pretty ridiculous, and the demo was fairly long. 
what uh, do you, any indie awesomeness you want to shine a spotlight on? Yeah, Is actually, uh, I played a really bunch cool? of like a PSN and XBLA games. Okay, uh, there was a really awesome one there called Shoot Mini Robots. Okay, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, it's basically four player Contra or Metal Slug, however you want to call it's it. Online. Yeah, and it's kind of a mix of like Borderlands as well because you level up and you uh, unlock new equipment, and depending on what you're wearing, it changes your stats and you get extra moves. Get different guns. I, I really enjoyed playing it. Okay. Is it funny? Uh, I only played survival mode, so. Oh, so like no I, story stuff. Yeah, no story stuff. It, it looked like it had a decent sense of humor, though. Like they had one of the artists there drawing stuff while he was there, and it, it looked pretty good. All right. I'm trying to think um, what else. Yeah. There, what other there was a game stuff? called uh, I think it was Dino or yeah Dino sounds right. I have a pin okay. for it back at the house. Uh, it's think Tempest, but a racing Wait. game. All right, you said Tempest, and I did not think of the game. I thought of the Shakespeare play. Which no, one is it more like? The game. The game. Oh, it's made it even okay. better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you're in a, you're in a tunnel, and uh, you have all these different other colors in front of you. If you lock onto a color and grab it, and then it gives you a speed boost after you do like matching up colors. But also, if you drive past them at a certain spot. After matching them up, you get speed boosts, and then you can, like, do turbo boosts to go through enemies, and the more enemies you chain, the faster you go, and it okay. was a really cool thing, and they had this, uh, the demo machine they had set up, they actually had, like, a moving chair and everything, so whenever you move left or right in the game, the chair sort of rotating left or right, like you were playing an arcade game. So, like, D-Box. Sure. <laughs> okay. They just added it at the movie theater. Anyway. But yeah, like that was I that was a really good one. Uh what else? There was one that I wanted to play but I never did. I gotta remember what it's called. Bastion? Uh, no, I didn't see Bastion at all. I don't know where that was. Uh, it, well, it was uh there. this one. Uh hmm? like, like I'm just uh, it was there. I was seeing tweets from uh, Yeah, I, I heard I heard games. Bastion was there. I think they announced a publishing deal while they were there with Warner or something. Is that yeah, Warner Bros. accurate? Yep. Cool, cool. Uh, there's a, there was a PSN game I was pl- or I saw. It uh, it looked like a mix between Tetris and Tower Defense and like Power Stone. Okay, uh, I love I can... Power Stone. Have you actually played Power Stone? Yeah, I've pl- oh, played okay. it on the Dreamcast, and I own like the collection of the two on the PSP. Oh sweet! I don't even own that actually. I don't think. Oh, there you go. So That's... I'm just gonna. So what did you say? Pe- Power Stone, Tetris, and. Uh, hang on, I just Tower defense. The article here. Okay. They had it at PAX last year as well. Uh, Slam Bolt Scrappers. There we go. Okay. Like that one seemed like you were flying around with jetpacks. Enemies would appear, and then if you killed the enemies, they would give you Tetris blocks. And if you mixed, uh, made into a square, a two by two square, you would get a an attack depending on what color the block was. And the more that you, the bigger the box was, the bigger the cannon was, or the attack it would do. And you'd have to fight the other team. And it, it just looked. Chaotic, but looks super fun. Cool. I also, yeah, I also got to play a game coming out called El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. Okay. Yeah. That's like a that, weird name. Yeah, that, it's being uh, brought up by Ignition. So one of the guys that usually do like the random Japanese games. All right. Oh, so Deadly Premonition people. Uh, was it actually the Deadly Premonition guys? Yeah. Because oh, I'm yeah. following them on same, Twitter. Yeah, same crowd. Um, do you? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the show. Maybe Nathan has. Have you ever watched a show on One Up called uh, Broken Pixels? 
No. Oh, I don't think so. It was it was uh Sean Baby and a couple of the one EGM and one up editors basically just playing bad games and making fun of it. Okay. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, the point I was making across is that one of the guys there, Shane, was actually running the demo for the game because apparently he works for Ignition now. Like he quit okay. EGM one up two years ago after that whole canceling EGM fiasco. So I got to chat with him for a while, and I played the game. Uh, it basically plays like a simpler Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, heaven and hell fighting, basically. You're you're a human that's hell. been given. Uh, you're a human that's been given the power of an angel, and you have to fight. Uh, I believe Lucifer in the long run, but like it was just the first stage of the game is what I was playing. Uh, the art style is done by the same guy who did Okami. It, just, it looks amazing, and it played really fluidly. And this is Xbox Live Arcade and PSN? Uh, this is actually, I believe, a commercial release, so this oh, okay. is going to be PS3, 360. Uh, I believe it's both consoles, because I, I only played the PS3 one. That's all they had on demo. But, like, the game was super fun, and apparently I was one of the best players of it that whole weekend, so I won a free copy of the game while I was there, while I was playing Ooh. it. That's awesome. So you're going like, to get that send to you once it's finished? No, uh, I wish I gotten a copy of uh, El Shaddai. They gave me a copy of uh, Muramasa the Demon Blade for Wii. Oh, okay, so you got a free game. Not, okay. Yeah, Sorry. which unfortunately, we already have two copies of that at the house, so I gave it to a friend. Ah, okay. Well, you made somebody's day. Yeah. Uh, they also they had a lot of stuff there, too. They had an Earth Defense Force, Insect Armageddon. Okay. That, did you play the original Earth Defense Force 2017? Uh, no. I, I did, and I have a copy now, but I haven't really gone back to it, because, yo, those cubes are messed up. It's just like, hey, beat it five times. And I was like, what? And then I yeah. So, uh, that game looks crazy. Like, the first one was awesome for being low-budget. This one's gonna have, like, six-player online co-op, and it looks absolutely insane. Are there big ants in it? Oh, yeah, of course, because you're fighting, oh, all, okay, the, sweet. You're fighting all the insects. Every single one. Oh, no. Every insect Insects kind of weird me out, so... I don't know. Let's see what else I played. Um, Arachnids, too? Or no? What was that even there? Or No, I mean, like, spiders. Oh, oh yes, there are robot spiders. spiders. Okay. They're not like an insect, right? Because yeah, I know. Like but some people don't the know worst that. Things. They're, they they yeah. are the worst things. I do agree. Like I mean, I think they're kind of cool from a distance and stuff. But as soon as one shows up, I mean, no, stops. I don't even think they're cool from a distance. Like okay, I like that movie Arachnophobia and Eight Legged Freaks. But anyway, I actually own Eight Legged Freaks. Cool on VHS. <laughs> oh, less cool or more. Was anyway, okay, was there I'm any sorry. kind of like top ten indie games like there was on PAX Prime? Is there a PAX Ten East? No, actually. Um, there was three games really that they got put into the indie section. Uh, I don't have my book on me at the moment, but uh, one of them I believe was Slam Bolt Scrappers. Another one uh, might have been Dino. I don't remember. I, I can't remember. There was three games that were there, and there was a bunch of smaller. Companies and groups showing off games, like a couple of uh, technical institutes were showing off games they made and stuff like that. Um, so I'm wondering, is did like like iOS games are they a presence there at all? Because I remember like Shibuya. yeah, uh, there were a couple iOS games that were there. Okay. Did you try uh, any one of them? in particular? Uh, there was one I tried. Okay. It was a like you guys played Serious Sam, right? Yep. No. Uh, apparently, uh, they. The company Crow Team gave out their license to a studio to do a bunch of like simpler games. 
So they, they're doing an iOS game, which is basically kind of like Robot Unicorn Attack, but using the Kamikaze guy. The guy with oh, no hand who holds two bombs and yells. With two bombs, okay. Alright. I guess uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that was there, and then there was uh, Serious Sam Double D or something like that. Yeah. It was, basi- yeah. It was basically Contra. Oh, okay. And it was okay. The controls felt a little weird, but it was fun otherwise. It's chaotic. Just I think it needs a little more tweaking before it becomes like one of those must-buy kind of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Retro City Rampage there? That's no, actually. Right? I didn't see it. Okay. just kind of want that to just come out so I can play it. Cause it looks what cool. is that supposed to be coming out, anyway? I don't know. It was at PAX Prime, and I don't know. It's still not here. I think it's I think it's this year. Maybe I was, it's I was talking to a bunch of guys from Fangamer. Uh, they're a couple, they do a lot of clothing lines, like nerd stuff. And apparently they're doing clothing and posters for Retro City Rampage. Okay. So, But here, yeah, I'm just like, gonna I, I did not see the game for demo, so if it was there, I missed it. Hmm. Oh, did you go to the concerts or the bomb panel? I went to the giant I, bomb panel. Okay, cool. I watched the videos of that. The bomb um, cast is pretty good. I was in line with the uh, person dressed as the raincoat killer. Oh, okay. oh <laughs> yeah, that guy was cool. So that was a girl. Oh, that that girl's way go. cooler than that's that's awesome. It was weird. Like I look back, and I'm like, are you supposed to be someone from Kingdom Hearts or something? I could because she didn't have like the goggles on or anything. She's like, no, look. It's like, oh, the raincoat killer. Okay. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, great, more of that. <laughs> it just says 2011 for retro. So, okay. sorry. So, I, I'm excited to eventually that, beat that game. So, Deadly Premonition. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I've been I contemplating a second playthrough. I've been playing a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 lately for some reason. Well, I did, well, well, it's a good game, right? So why wouldn't you be playing it? I guess. Right? Yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to think of what else I played while I was there. Uh, I might have been lion's share of it. I, I did try out some other stuff. I want to hear harmonic stories. What did you oh, mean right. you were hanging out with him? Right. Like, um, Eric Pope, was he there? Who are you hanging out with? Uh, the only guy whose name I can remember is Noah. Okay. And he is the uh, he's the guy who basically sets up all the camera angles and camera positions for like while you're playing the music in the rock band in Guitar Hero games. Okay. Sweet. So yeah, all those crazy ass backgrounds and like zoom in shots whenever you do something cool in the song, that's all him. So like it was him and two other guys. All that? Uh, no, like there's a couple of things, but he's like the lead. Oh, so like, were you so at say, some of the rock band nights or something, or just at? Uh, the what happened? Booth? What happened was I went out. I met up with the guys from Fan Gamer. They do a lot of clothing line that I like, and they know me. So I was just chatting it up with them, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going out to a bar to get something to eat tonight after the the expo hall closes. You want to come with?" I was like, "Sure." Was this so the we Friday went, night thing that was like sold out? Like, uh, no, that was friggin', what was that called? Uh, Gamers Gone Wild. Okay. That thing apparently was insane. I would have liked to have seen that, but did not want to wait two hours in a random part of Boston downtown. <laughs> That's probably for the best. So, uh, what happened? We went to this, uh, the, the bar, and I was outside. I thought it was late, but I was, they hadn't even gotten a table yet. So, uh, the guy who runs Fangamer Reed. He was there with three other guys, so I just started chatting with them, and I was like, oh yeah, were you guys just in for the cons? Like, no, we all work at Harmonix. It's like, how do you guys know Reed? He's like, oh yeah, we uh, we sent in some art for one of the things they did online a while back, one of their uh, uh, fan fests for, like, Earthbound. 
So that's how they knew him. So I just started chatting with him. I really wish I could remember the name of the other two people, but they were all like artists and animators. So do you work at Harmonics now? No, no, I didn't ask for a job. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. It was cool chatting with them. We were just—it was nerding out, and it's just—it's funny seeing how people in the industry do have passion for games like we do. Because uh, I mentioned, apparently, they've actually seen my Superman sixty-four videos. Oh wow! Which was really weird. I was like, what? <laughs> But uh, there, one of the guys was you trying to introduce con- yourself as Proton John. Did you? No, I did not. Uh, they're just Don't like, lie. oh yeah, what do you do? Like, I do like video stuff online. Like, uh, I'm currently do like walkthroughs and that. I did one of Superman sixty four, and then uh, the girl that was there, she's like, oh hey, I saw that something about Superman on the Kotaku a while back. It's like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we all saw that. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right, we've made but, it. But, uh, one, yeah, one of the guys there was trying to get me to do a, a thing on Blue Stinger for the Dreamcast, because apparently he's a big fan of the game. Okay. Apparently, Harmonic's really obsessed with Street Fighter. Okay. Apparently, like, they had tournaments against other companies in Boston all the time. Sorry, I'm looking up Blue Stinger. Uh, it, it's kind of like a Resident Evil game, if memory serves. Okay. This guy has a baseball cap. Anyway, sorry, I'm easily distracted. So that was really the gist of it. Just kind of, we hung out in a bar for like two or three hours, just kind of ate food and chatted. So was the food any good? Yeah, the food was actually pretty good. Okay, I'm trying to like I can't remember the name of the place. I I would know how to get there if I was back in Boston, but I don't remember the name of the place. Mm. It was a it was a recommendation for one of the harmonics guys, and it was it was really good. Cool. So I, this, cool. I ended up accidentally chatting with some people from uh, Rational Games as well. So Rational, that's a uh, Bioshock. That's what, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I I had to catch up to. I owed ten bucks to one of the guys from Harmonix, and I met up with him, and he was chatting with a bunch of people from Irrational who used to work at Harmonix. So like, they gave me a little bit of advice, like, oh yeah, if you want to break into the industry, and like, this is your skill set. Here's what you should do, and stuff like that. It, it was pretty cool. Cool. Uh, was cool. Bioshock Infinite there in a hall or no? Uh, there was a giant standee of uh, the the Big Daddy equivalent there. Uh-huh. But uh, the actual game was not playable from what I can see. So just like trailers or something? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I think the majority of 2K's focus was Duke Nukem Forever. Because uh-huh. that, that, that had a giant area. Okay. Was Disney cool. there at all? Because I remember they were pretty big last, like at PAX, but I just don't think anything's out now or coming out. Well, they kind of said they were going to not develop stuff in the same way. After right, Tron, yeah, they're doing smaller Mickey stuff now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, so Disney, as far as... I did not see any Disney presence there. But I missed a couple parts of the, the floor, because the floor was, like I said, huge. And there's a couple games I didn't check out. Hmm. Over the course I, kept, of the- I kept walking past, like, the Firefall area. And that always had, like, a huge crowd going. Uh, Red Faction Armageddon had this gigantic mech. Mm-hmm. Wait, is there a PAX East Omegathon? Yes. Okay. Did you go to the finals? Yes, I did. What was it like? Was it something cool? Uh, the way that or... the way that PAX East works is it's different from Prime in the sense that you work in teams. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what they did the the first round game was uh, Katamari, the original Katamari, and whatever your scores were at the end, that would d- dictate who you teamed up with. The person with the highest score teamed up with the person with the lowest score, and so on and so on. So uh, they did a bunch of games. They did uh, life-size Jenga, 
uh, Operation. I can't remember what the other game or two Real was. Real Life Operation? No, it was the actual game. Okay. Less but you had, exciting, you had like 30 seconds to get game. as many pieces as you could out. Uh, the final game ended up being Team Ikaruga. So there was two teams left. One team was on the side, one side, and the other team was on the other. Uh, they played trial mode, so that's the first two stages. Stage one, you have unlimited lives. Stage two, you have five. And you had to get the high score. The uh, the team that won, you could tell at least one of them kind of knew what he was doing because he got a like a high-scoring chain right off the bat, and mm-hmm. the other team never even remotely caught up. Oh, yeah. That game's weird. I'm bad yeah. that I, I love that game. I would have played No, yeah, game. Treasure makes but... some high-quality business. I'm just really... Not up to it. I, I picked up a lot of good games from when I was at PAX East as well. Oh, just purchasing? Resellers. Yeah. I didn't bring last year. There's a lot of really weird panels, or not panels, uh, tables at the Expo Hall as well. Like, Sprint was there. Okay. Sprint was had demos of like the 3DS and Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, okay. So they like, were there was the Intel stuff at PAX Prime, but they were just kind of like, I don't know, buttons? So Yeah, like NVIDIA was there and was doing the equivalent of the Intel buttons. Uh, the Plants vs. Zombie Cones were back. I saw but this time, But this Did time, you if you were one? seen wearing... No, I didn't. If you were seen wearing one, you would have been entered for a draw for an iPad. Okay. Oh, so, you so there was one? actually incentive. So yeah, there was actually incentive this time. Because like, I ended up ruining mine, trying to take it apart to fold it up, and then threw it away. I still have the photo of the dude in the thing that autographed. Thinks his brain's on it or something. Nice. We, we can talk more about Plants vs. Zombies in a little bit. Because Sean and I have something to talk about. <laughs> Man. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Um, so any other games? Did you go to any panels or anything? Or? Uh, the only panel I went to was the Bombcast panel. Oh, okay. a, lot, a lot of the panels, lineups were horrendous. You had to line up two hours early if you actually wanted to get into the majority of these. Jeez. I, I guess and, there was... And concerts. Oh, well, we, how early were concerts. we for the Bombcast panel? Like an hour and a half, maybe. But that was like the one I was way into seeing. I guess, actually, no, I, I waited like a good hour or more for Will Wheaton as well and barely made it in. So. For example, like the giant Bombcast panel, I, I walked past it about an hour and a half before it actually started. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of room, I was probably in the last third of the seats. Okay. I was showing up with an hour and a half to spare. Oh, so you're probably not in the video at all. Like, I was kind of squinting. Yeah, I was looking uh, when I saw it as well. Odds are, if you're, if I'm in there, it's like for a split second. And it's not, I'm not in anywhere near like the mics or anything. So. Were you wearing like a in the really bright color? One. I think, actually, yeah, maybe some of us are for a little bit. I was we were, bit like, second row, so... Cool, cool. Uh, we should reminisce. Well, no, pass is cool, huh? Do you want to go this year? Yeah. I'm def- yeah, I'm definitely going, too. So. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh, I can't really think of any other games I've played. Uh, All right. Okay, so, no more packs, then. Nathan, what have you been playing? What? Oh, this is nothing. Okay, um, not really anything. I've been watching a lot of films. Sorry, but um, I did play like twenty minutes of like Case West. How so, is that? I don't. I don't. I didn't really 
get a real feel for it. Um, there's there's some cutscenes. Frank West is in it right away. I'm not sure if I'm crazy or his voice is a little different, but maybe it's that's the just, same voice actor. Maybe just five years of experience, you know. Maybe he grew up. Maybe he maybe grew he's up. Grown up. Changed voice actor. A bit. I, I don't know. I haven't played Dead Rising one for a while. He's a um, man now. Yep. I forget really what was happening. It was like a lot of cutscenes from what I was doing, and then it was kind of like, "Hey, fight these! Get over here!" Okay, cutscene, and then I, I I stopped playing. I think I had to go to work or something. Um, so really great impressions there. I I didn't really play much of it. Played a little more of that Hobo with a Shotgun game I talked about last week. There's and a Hobo with a Shotgun game. Yes, it's like a movie. movie. Movie time. There's a movie, and the movie is kind of amazing. I um, have yet to write a review of it, but if is that out? It's coming out pretty soon, yeah. Um, oh, man, I'm so behind the loop. Canadian films I've seen recently. Really filthy and messed up, though, so you have to know what, you, what you're getting into. Well, I mean, it was advertised in Grindhouse, so... Exactly. Like, it's like that, but like really trashy. It's, it's great. Uh, the game, though, man, it's it controls really weird and barely have enough health to do everything. And for a game called Hobo with Shotgun, your shotgun's a useless. You have no bullets, like, ever. Because like, you're a hobo. I know, I know, bullets. but in the movie, actually, like, that hobo, like, immediately has enough ammo to take care of some business. Like, Roger Howard will blast you immediately, whereas here it's just like, I don't know, I'm going to hit you with this shotgun, and hopefully you'll die before I die, and then you move on, and maybe I'll find some bullets. I don't know. I was quite upset. But, um, yeah, I played a bit of that. I think I, I, think I played a little more Burnout. We've talked about that a lot. I'm, I'm never gonna stop talking about Burnout Paradise. I know it's it's really really good, but uh, just um, and I I don't know. I guess the big thing. Oh yeah, hey, Def Jam Rap Star. I played a bit more of that. Um, really? Get any of the uploading working? No, because I don't have my camera yet. I need to get that, and then I'll rent it again, and then I will make some sick rap videos, and I'll be sure to share those with you. Um, I watched some of them. There. <laughs> yeah. That game's kind of cool if you like that music. I don't know. Anyway, um, and then we played. I played Plants vs Zombies a little bit today. So is your first time, or yeah, it's my first time playing the Plants vs Zombies. Uh, they had a. I I don't know if that's still going on. It was like uh, all proceeds from it for a certain amount of time was going to the earthquake. Yeah, stuff. it's gonna continue going on until Sunday. So yeah. So I was like, hey, I'm supporting a good thing, and I'm also finally seeing what this is all about. So, hey. Um, and turns out this is all about fun. I don't know. It's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> really good. It's really yeah. good. Like, I'm not even a big tower defense person, but it's, I don't know, something about it. It's got charm. I've been playing it for about two hours now. It's a little easy, and I'm finding that I'm getting into, like, the same pattern of how to play it, and it's almost, like, I'm almost getting to the point where it's kind of repetitive. Already? That's not going to How many well. stages are you into? Have you gotten to the pool yet? No, I, I'm in the nighttime. Okay, I think after the nighttime you start getting to the pool and you have to start using different strategies and stuff like that. Oh, okay. okay. So it, it seems up. pretty inventive because they keep throwing like random like whack-a-mole time. Yeah, like there's little mini-games and crazy stuff like that there too. Um, yeah. I forget how far I got in it, but there was eventually a point that I got to where my old strategy wasn't working and I had to start using like the protective plants and stuff like that, and all the double shooters. Okay, because I'm already using those, so I'll have to see how far I can go with my... Have you gotten the... You've gotten the mushrooms, obviously, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 
the big and small, or just the small? Uh, like the, the, I think I have big and small. Okay. Yeah. So like it, it's it's interesting seeing that, and I I don't know if there's any stages where it like switches halfway through or not. I'm sure there's gonna be something like that in the later stages of the game. But... I'm assuming so. Nathan, you were saying there's like a ton of stages or something. Oh, I've heard that. That's anecdotal. I don't know for sure. Um, I, I, I would believe that. I think that game goes for a while. I, I've only got like half the flower packets. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. And there's a bunch of achievements, too, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's been kind of a slow... And, yeah, it's on sale right at the moment for a dollar, so I was like, alright. I'm actually thinking of maybe picking up for the DSi as well, because it just came out on DSiWare, and I got a bunch of points that I'm never going to use. It came out on DSiWare, but it came out as a co- commercial release. Yeah, well, I know. So just keep it... It's literally the game that's on everything. Everything. Why would you have a digital version and, like, an actual version, too, of a handheld version? Then you never need to switch game cartridges. It's just there for you. All the it's probably, like, on DVD. <laughs> it's <laughs> like Dragon's Lair. Yep. Oh, man. That's oh, man. They had a, they had an actual arcade watches. Analog they had arcade watches. machines? Yeah, they had loads of arcade machines there, and they had Space Ace and Dragon's Lair set up for people to play. Oh, yeah, I think I heard someone talk about that. Um, cool. That's, that's neat. Sorry. Hey, was the gun stringer there? Yes. Did you play it? No, because the lineup was kind of crazy for that. I did buy a Splosion Man toy, though. Splosion Man's pretty sweet. I've got this, like, little beanbag Splosion Man that hangs out in my room now. Splosion Man or Miss Splosion Man? It it was Splosion Man. They had Miss Splosion Man there for playable. Oh, did you play it? No, once again, lineups. Uh, last the last day, I was just kind of running around trying to catch as do as much stuff as I could. Was oh, it okay. the same issue as uh, Pax Prime, where it's like uh, journal ty- journalism types just kind of jumping in? Yeah, if you have a press pass, you can just do whatever the hell you want. Man, all right. So, so clearly, next year we need to get a what? we need to get a top ten perspective. Give it to me. Yeah, just somehow qualify for a press pass. Just like, no, no, we're we're legit. And then everyone will hate what people us. are telling me, like, I could get one just based off my YouTube channel. So Yeah, but your YouTube channel is bigger than Top Down Perspective. I guess. However, yeah. you are a part of this, so I totally think we should try this. <laughs> Ride your coattails in the press passes. <laughs> Off into the sunset. <laughs> you get to go to panels just by like being like, No, I, I need to report on this. And then just like, pretty much. Oh you man! Can, you can pretty much do whatever you want, and you can get private demos of games. Like you saw the the giant bomb child of Eden thing, right? Yeah. Like that was so, off in a separate floor. Right. Like, you get taken into secret ball. rooms where better stuff is happening. Yeah. Like yeah. actual quiet press only events. Cool. Cool. All right. Sorry to derail back to Pax. No, no. Pax is Pax is worth derailing. I'm just. I'm just. I don't know, I'm holding this uh, platinum chip from Fallout, just kind of lost in places. Sorry. That's a good game. Anyway. Uh, Is that it for what you've been playing, Nathan? Yeah, no. Yeah, that's it. I have a... I rented a copy of MotorStorm Pacific Rift, because, I don't know, racing, but I haven't played it yet. So, yeah. Hot new title. (laughs) Not really. I just... I don't know. I want to... Like, I want to somehow... When's that next one coming out? Uh, that one apparently got Armageddon. delayed because of the earthquakes. That's from Japan? Uh, apparently. Okay. I read something about it on Twitter, so... 
that's all I got. So all right, else yeah. Playing games, um, so what did I play? Uh, obviously, uh, more Pokemon. Always play Pokemon. Never uh, okay. stop playing Pokemon. Right. Did you get black or white? Black. I'm assuming you're liking it, obviously. Quite a bit. It's pretty good. Really fun. Um, so okay. I won't get into that because I'm just gonna bring that up every week, forever. <laughs> um, I finished Dead Space Two. Really cool end game. Like and the eyeball thing, or the eyeball thing. Um, That's crazy, and I hate that it. That was probably my favorite part of the game in terms of just making me freak out a bit. Like that was yeah. Because cool. I'm kind of eye squeamish, um, or and by kinda I mean extremely. Yeah. So just doing that, I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. Yeah, there there was some hesitation there. Like the and, game like, has wanna... some good moments, but sorry, yeah. Um, and uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but just you know how you need to make it blue. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like when you're like trying to do the thing, you, you can't let it be red. You have to make it blue. Okay. Yeah, just not clicking at all. I don't remember that 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 thing went, and it was like, oh, that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> we can, this is the worst conversation because we can't talk about it. But anyway, all right. Anyway, the, I was something crazy saying, happened. That part's fun, but I like like the final boss was kind of cool and stuff. Okay. I, oh right. The one thing that kind of bummed me out about the ending is like I heard people talking about like man, the thing that happens after the credits, and I was like, what? And then I waited. Whatever. Okay. Fine. Yeah. It's Metal not Gear great. is better at that, but okay. But again, we have the top name, so... So you liked it? You liked it? Yeah. It was cool? It was pretty good. Alright. That's that's fine. You know, you're in the majority. I'm, I'm the angry, cranky pants person who didn't like it, so... I'm willing to accept that. But how far did you get in Soul Silver and Hot Gold, to be fair? Hmm? What? Oh, we're, we're talking, talking about, about Dead Space, Space now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I that's great. Somewhere. Sorry. No, that's fine. Like, that no. <laughs> That's awesome. That bit in Pokemon where that thing with your eyes. answer your question, crazy. though, I did beat Hardcold. Thanks for asking. I, I was actually asking about the Nathan, because I thought no, he was I talking about how he didn't really like Hardcold. it. I, I didn't hate Hardcold or anything either. Like, that's just, it just kind of dried up. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? <laughs> no. No, we were talking about Dead Space. Yeah. I, I assume it's part where Isaac second. catches the Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Anyway. You know what I'm going to say? Um. Regenerating Necromorph at the end sucks. Oh man, right that guy. Yeah, it took me a little bit before I was like, oh right, I get you. Okay, I'll just not stick around. Okay, no, that game was kind of cool. Uh, and I guess the I, another thing people were saying was positive about how there isn't really an end boss battle. Like they're right, that was kind of cool. Yeah, it seemed like there would have been, because there was, like, big monsters throughout it. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of a neat, like, Getting close to the end, I kind of got, like, tired of it to the point where I was kind of just running through rooms. Like, no longer fighting. Yeah. It kind of had that effect. I don't know. Like, it was a totally serviceable, like, fine game or whatever, but the amount of praise it got kind of baffled me, so. Sour. But anyway. That's and then apart from that, I uh, started up uh, Plants vs. Zombies, and I'm probably not going to ever stop playing this. Because <laughs> we like, well, humans don't need sleep, right? Um, not if you drink giant colas, I guess. Right, okay, I'll just get a bunch of those. Okay. And um, I still have Ghost Trick on my shelf. Oh, dude! You should play that! It's yeah, really every good. time it's like, DS, I'm just like, I could just play Pokemon. 
Okay. Or I could read more but of this. The thing with Ghost book. Trick, though, is you only play it once, or you play through it once, and then you're done. I yeah. know. I keep saying that, but then I'm like, but I could also read this Mass Effect book. Okay. But that second one isn't very good. I'm just telling you. It's not. I want to read it. Okay. It's a great universe. Yeah. Yeah. If only they would release another DLC for the second game. News. Boom. Arrival. <laughs> okay, so Mass Effect 2, more DLC is coming. It's called the. Is it the It's called Arrival. Yeah, I, I was hoping Arrival. the Arrival because it would be a reference to like the best Charlie Sheen movie ever, but not quite. So, are you yeah. a huge fan of Charlie Sheen? I'm a huge fan of that movie. Um, I'm, are, I don't are know you going where to his live show in Vancouver. No, I've what seen this? some spooky footage of it. Well, he's winning, man. Yeah, he's winning. And he wants to share that with everybody. He's going on a tour uh, across like the U.S. and now Canada, of just like talking about what's what's really going on behind the scenes and just winning in general. Great. Oh, apparently, apparently, he set a record. Like he had two shows: one in like Detroit and one in some other city, Chicago, I think. Mm-hmm. And apparently, tickets for both of them sold out in 18 minutes, which is a record for Ticketmaster. That's so great. great. I'm so glad Charlie Sheen is winning the hell out of life. I'm, I'm kind of tired of Charlie Sheen. It didn't take very long. I, I was gone during the whole thing, so really the only thing I had while I was gone was that was a, a dubstep remix of his interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I would just. That will tell you all you need to know, though. Okay. Pretty much, you like, I'd wake up in the morning, open my just laptop, like, and it would blood. start playing automatically. So, like, you see, like, that... I was banging seven gram rocks. Like, this is what I'm picturing. You're getting up, and you're all, like, kind of groggy and stuff, and you open up your laptop. You're just like, all right, news channel or whatever. That just starts playing. You watch, like, ten seconds, and you're just like, all right, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on, huh? Jeez. Yeah. All right. Uh, final thought on the arrival. Uh, the dudes what made Half-Life totally watched that movie and then put most of it into their game. Just saying. Okay, but speaking of Arrival... Alright. This is, well, I guess, the final well, this piece is the of thing DLC we were... for Mass Effect 2? Right, the thing we kind of said was hinted at in those PlayStation trophy things. But yeah. Oh, right, right, what's, yeah. What's okay, the, so we got a bit more information. First off, March 29th, so that's soon. Jeez, that is. That's in yep. ten days from where when we're recording. Nine days. Nine days. <laughs> I, I'm crazy. <laughs> Two days. <laughs> Happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, sorry for breaking. Um, but okay, that's so just. Yeah, a little we bit of housekeeping. Uh, 560 Microsoft points or uh, $6.99. Okay. Oh, that's about to ruin my S rank. Yay! So, well, you're obviously getting it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get it. I think I'm probably just gonna download the other two DLC that I didn't get during that sale as well. Which ones did you pick up? Overlord or? I only have a uh, Shadow Broker. Okay, Overlord's alright. Uh, uh, the Kasumi one is. Eh. Huh. But Shadow Broker's the best? Yeah, probably. I mean, meeting the Shadow Broker himself is pretty cool, and that ship is super cool. It's made of lightning. Not quite, What's, but you know is, I mean. Did you play through the ones that like aren't achievement-related, like Firewalker and stuff? Yeah, 
Um, oh, like those, those yeah, those were just Cerebus Network stuff. Th- those are kind of cool. I, it broke up the action a bit. Good opportunity to listen to some Junior Boys. Um, so <laughs> great. I was looking for one of those. Yeah, I, I can bring on some albums if you will listen to what I have to say. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so apparently this is going to bridge the gap between Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3, which is interesting because apparently the third book also does that. Or at least it oh, takes cool. place Are you basically going to be Mass playing the third book then in that case? I, no, I, I doubt it. I'm assuming, yeah, like, I'm assuming the third book doesn't relate to the third mo- game, but I know it takes place after the second one. I'm also not sure. It might a bit, because, I mean, apparently the least of going to factor into it because of Sheen, which is weirdly related to our previous story, but he's a way mm-hmm. cooler person. Actually, Charlie Sheen wasn't really a story, was he? He just had to go for a minute. I'm sorry for being Hot again. video game news, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Martin Sheen. We're talking about Martin Sheen. That that guy's cool. Apocalypse now. I'm talking about Charlie Sheen. Do you know he's oh, got some uh, show going on in Vancouver? Oh, man. <laughs> I hear he's Yo, winning. he's got a video game. Like That's the only way we could bring this in. It's a Kinect game? It's not. Coming out uh, fall... It, it shows you how to bang seven gram rocks and drink tiger blood. <laughs> Great. This is gonna get old so fast. I know. Let's stop talking about it. Stop recruiting. Milo Estevev, that guy's cool, right? Aren't they brothers? Yeah, that's why I brought him up. He's also All right, cool. Anyways, whatever happened to Milo DLC? I can't wait. He's kind of not around. Now. He directed a movie like five years ago called Bobby. Oh, are we not talking about Emilio Estevez? Hey, Star speaking of, of DLC... Mighty Ducks, come <laughs> on! I want a Mighty Ducks video game. Stakeout! Richard Dreyfus was in that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying, Sean? Richard Dreyfus is in a video game? Hey, speaking of I, DLC... <laughs> fine. Nathan, you enjoyed stacking. Actually, uh, okay. Y- yeah. Woo. More... Or actually, DLC for stacking. Okay. Interest level. Three out of ten. I I, I don't know <laughs> stacking. It just, I don't know. It was not that engaging for me. I was like, I wish I was twelve when I, while I was playing this because I would think you do like awesome. hobos though, right? Because this is all about a hobo who's. Also you know what? Insane. I do. I've recently realized I quite enjoy hobos, so maybe I should give it another <laughs> is, try. Is that really Direct something you should admit to liking? Roar. I quite enjoy hobos. Is that something you should admit to liking? They're wandering workers. I checked out the Wikipedia article on hobos. There's like a hobo <laughs> festival where they make hobo chili. It sounds great. It really does. <laughs> it's better than regular chili. Yeah. Anyway. What, what, what's going on DLC stacking? Is there any details? Like, what's it called? Are you playing as a hobo? Is that why you brought it up? Okay, it's I'm called the Lost Hobo, hobo King. <laughs> Okay. Interest level just went up to five. So, <laughs> keep talking. Um, we'll see more than at. 15 new nesting dolls and new abilities. Okay. Um, they haven't released uh, price or date yet, but this is apparently the story. Um, okay, so you're Charlie Blackmore. <laughs> okay. And I have an Charlie article Tilly. here about the National Hobo Convention. You want to hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> Britt, Iowa is where it's at. And uh, Mulligan Stew as well. Todd, that respect to coming to you from Britt, Iowa next week. Oh, man. Well, we <laughs> got to figure out when this convention is. Get, get, oh, get a bindle. This Cover live from the showroom floor. There's a 
there's an ethical code for homos. This is great. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna close Wikipedia. There's a set down. There's a homeless Thanks. person oath, like the Green Lantern oath. Oh God. <laughs> I'm not gonna no. think one up. But anyways, in brightest day and um, darkest night, no, no homeless person shall ever be. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. They band together and make stew. It's really, it's Anyway, right, the okay. Kingdom of Camelfoot. That's where he okay. is, and he has to help his hobo friend Levi. Levi, I don't know, with an Levi. important family manner. Matter. Okay. Matter. That makes more sense. Yeah. And um, apparently, you get a crown, or a fragmented crown. So there you go. Video games. Okay. Any more news? Is that it for news? No, that's it for stacking news. But speaking okay. of news, uh, Metacritic, Nathan's favorite website. Uh, the redesign really took some of the starch out of that website, but uh, I go there occasionally, yes. Although apparently uh, it's really So now they're going to start ranking iOS games. Yeah. Are we there now? I want to score Angry Birds or, Like what? Hmm? Like is are, those, are they games were, now? I guess. What, what was the question? I was, like I'm just wondering if like like are we at a point where we need to say they're games now? Like I am playing Plants vs Zombies, the iOS version. Yeah, and I quite enjoyed uh, Game Dev Story last year. So there's games. There's real games. I think that's fair. It's a it's a platform of sorts. But uh, I don't know if that's a good thing necessarily for. I'm just kind of wondering, like, which games are going to do, because there's a ton of apps, and I'm assuming the majority of the games are terrible. Like, that trombone thing? Regent versus trombone? What? Yeah. It's a terrible game. It's really bad. It's free, though, so hey. I know. Why? Like, it's just... uh, Is that, like, all the reviews going to be like that? I'm going to check out the page right now and see what's going on. Uh, I Stunt 2 is at 83. Tapper World Tour? I didn't know that existed. I do, and I like tappers. So. Are you looking at like the Metacritic page? Yeah, I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing what kind of stuff they're looking at. Oh. Just there's more and more websites bringing up, kind of providing coverage for it. So it all it kind of makes sense. Uh, World of Goo is the top one right now at 96, and you know what? That's a pretty good game. It's really good. Apparently, Dead Space is doing okay on there. Same with NBA Jam. Oh. I don't know. It makes sense. I, I uh, just to jump back to something earlier. I looked up Motor Storm Apocalypse. Apparently, it's just like it's not coming out in Japan, but we get it next month, and it's already out in, in UK. Oh, was it like a sensitivity thing because of you know Motor Storm Apocalypse? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, yeah, slight shame there for not being up on that. So yeah, sorry. Okay. What, what 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 was the the angle on this whole thing about uh like Metacritic? Are we saying Metacritic's evil or something? Cause no, I was just announcing it. I was just wondering what your guys' opinion was. Like, is that something you'd ever look up? Um, I I don't seem to get a lot of uh like I'm usually behind on like what's hip and happening on the iOS kind of stuff. So do you have tiny wings? Hmm? No, I don't. Is that awesome? Apparently it's like the new Angry Birds, but I didn't like Angry Birds, so is it? I'm just, I'm just good? saying. 
I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll look into it right now. Thanks for thanks for Alex thinking. Navarro's way into it. Okay, I I used to trust his opinions a lot. Don't <laughs> but I didn't like King's speech. So what does that mean? Um, sorry. Okay, moving on. Last piece of news, and it's a it's a real banger. Okay, EA Sports, no more oh. manuals. Oh man, just sports? Like it's not an EA thing. EA Sports games. Okay. No, because if all EA games, that's like Mass Effect and stuff. Yeah. So you're saying we still need manuals for that kind of stuff? Oh yeah. I don't know how to play a third-person shooter. Anyways, Ubisoft did this a while ago. More people are jumping on. I guess that's good. I never touched the manual. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't know. I rarely ever touch a manual. Like I used to. Just read them on the way home from the mall or something, but that's not really a thing. So, this makes sense. Oh, and that means no more crappy French manuals, right? Because those, those are annoying. That really only like, affects us, though. Like, America doesn't have to put up with that at all. I know. It's Unless just like, it's a Nintendo game them, and it comes in three languages. I'll find them, like, months later and be like, why didn't I just throw this out? I mean, I have this weird compulsion to just keep it because it's part of the package, but. Yeah, it's, me too. It's useless. I always to liked how. The manual made the like the box heavier. Yeah, I mean, especially that now with the stupid recycling plastic. Or That's true. Recycling. Oh, yeah, with the, the cases low plastic being all... cases. Yeah. Is that it for news? That's it for news. Emails. I believe Nathan has them. Yeah, there's there's a few. Um, is it two weeks worth, or did we get four last week? I believe it's two weeks worth because I think one came this week. You can look on the okay. date thing. You are on the uh, site. You're right. Okay. Three of these arrived before the 10th, and one arrived on the 16th. So, so yeah, cool. John, we held off because we figured you want to get in on all these sweet mail. I'm down with that. Let's let's do some emails. Okay, yeah. so first one is from Weston. Um, Alright. What do you guys think about the new Alice game? by American McGee. A gameplay trailer was recently released, and I'm questioning whether or not this game will be very good. I was a fan of the first game, but I feel the combat looks slightly sluggish and boring. So yeah, do you guys think this game will live up to its name? In case you haven't seen the gameplay trailer, you can at this link. He provides an email, which is useless to you, listening. Um, can, I can, I, can I state something? Okay. No. Fuck American McGee. Oh yeah? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be blunt as hell. I have um, no strong feelings on this topic. I, I was so excited for Bad Day LA, and it ended up apparently being like a shit game. Yeah, that did happen. I, I just um, Apparently, American McGee games have just been slowly, slowly going downhill the longer it goes. So this is really just him and, I guess, his studio trying to return back to form. Because so that I, was kind I of the thing know. that made him a person, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Scrappling. You know, EA's behind it, so it's probably going to be average at the worst. Did you but, watch the trailer? Or, I, I did. Or at the early I saw the some stuff on Alice Madness Returns a long time ago. I have uh-huh. I've watched the most recent trailer. It's I'm not excited like, for it. Like a, it's really action adventure. Like, I'm assuming very it's going to be combo War. systems. Yeah. Like the combat looks God of War-ish. Exactly, like, yeah. Crazy creatures. Yeah. I, I, I've been... I, I've wanted, actively wanted to play the first game for quite some time. Like, did you play it, John? Uh, I played a little bit of Alice. Okay. Was it not, you didn't really enjoy it either? Uh, I just kind of, it's one of those times where I was playing it, but it wasn't mine, and I never got back into playing it. Okay. 
So I would like I would like to go through that at some point. I do remember hearing the original Alice was actually pretty decent. Okay, but just you feel American Beauty's kind of lost. I I'm still bitter about Bad Day LA. That that game looked so promising up until it actually came out. And then it got like I think like a twenty on Metacritic, if not lower. Yeah, I remember that. Quite. It, it just ended up on PC, right? Like it was supposed to be on Xbox and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So perhaps American McGee's name doesn't mean much anymore. In terms of Alice being all weird and demented and stuff, I like weird imagery, sort of. So it looked kind of cool. Do you feel that this might have something to do with how well Alice in Wonderland did in theaters last year, year before? Oh, totally, probably. Like, yes. When it was announced, it was quite shortly after that, so I think renewed interest in that in general probably had a lot to do with this. But um, all I can hope for is that this means the first game will be released on Steam, because I've been meaning to. It's not already? No. Like, at least it wasn't last time I checked, which was not that long ago. Um, I, I kind of thought it would be by now. And it's no longer at the Walmart for 10 bucks, which was the last way to get it. Yeah. I want to play the first one. The second one, I don't know, maybe. Something like that. Uh, Sean, any interest in weird, dark, M-rated Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, for sure. I also wanted to always play the first one, but you can't find it, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. And that Cheshire Cat Also, is I can't simple. imagine it looking very good. Yeah, it's old, but, you know, what are you doing? Um... Next email? Oh, uh, this one's from Callum. Uh, Callum? I'm just going to verbatim. him. Hi, my name is Callum Burgess. Uh, first time emailer, long time listener. I listen to all your podcasts, and I like them a lot. Uh, uh, End of email. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, it. <laughs> no, sorry. I got tripped up. I hope you keep podcasting for a long time. Anyway, my question is, out of all games you have played, what is your favorite game of all time if you can only pick one? And why is it your favorite game of all time? In the game, do graphics really matter if the story and gameplay is good? Or do you need a game to look good to play? Thank you for taking time to read this, and I hope you all have a good week. So, thank you. You know, you know what I hate? I legitimately hate it when people ask, what is your favorite game of all time? Burnout Paradise. It's hard to pin down? Or what? Like, it's Burnout such Paradise. a weird... Burnout Apparently Paradise. it's easy for Sean. Burnout Paradise. <laughs> okay. Like, playing it again recently, that is certainly a contender for best driving game or something, but it's hard to just say one definitive thing. Burn on Paradise. It encompasses everything <laughs> that is good about video games. But, like, he meant, like, he meant story and stuff. Like, Burn on Paradise is... You know what, you're right. Those cars... Your car, you smash into other cars. There's your story. Did you get that Automata. TV license? <laughs> yeah, that's all the narrative I need. Okay. <laughs> Crash so, FM. Alright, so Sean is Burn on Paradise. DJ Automata uh, tells me to drive through a billboard... And I do that while doing a barrel roll. <laughs> oh, damn. That is pretty compelling. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's your okay. answer, too? I, I don't know. It's <laughs> really good, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna necessarily support that. Um, so, yeah, John, you're just saying this question is impossible, kind of. Um, I, I hate, I hate, like, because it always, my opinion of a game always changes, like, there's a couple games that would be in, like, my top five of all time that I would probably, like, choose from, but it's hard saying the overall one in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and to answer the other part of the question, like, graphics don't matter. I, I play retro games all the time, so graphics really don't matter, mm-hmm. in my opinion. For, for me, like, uh, like you, 
there's a certain point. Like, I think pre-1996 graphics don't matter, but, like, old 3D kind of grosses me out now. Like, I almost uh, It looks bad, but, I mean, if it plays good, I don't mind. I guess so. Yeah. Like, Just, I mean, there's like, a reason people stuff... still play Final Fantasy VII. Okay. I tried playing it, like, three years ago again, just to relive the magic, and it's, oh, oh, so, I guess I just, I, I, maybe I'm a little bit of a graphics person more than I ought to be. But at the same time, like, I can play Grim Fandango today, and that's an old game, and yeah. it's, it's carried by its story and everything, so, I don't know. Is, Gr- is Grim Fandango your choice, or is that just No, maybe, maybe Day of the Tentacle. That was a formative early it, game that really blew my mind and I can keep playing because it's just kind of a fun animated thing. I don't know. Time trip. Based on my current mindset, if I had to make a choice right now, I would probably say Worms Armageddon. Or the Worms series in general. Wow. Okay. If not, then like maybe Bomberman. Okay. Just pure gameplay. Yeah. Solid. Okay. Um, in the right conditions, those games are amazing. For me, like another top... Top one would be uh, Super Mario World. Which, uh, so what you guys are saying is you're wrong. It's Burnout Paradise. Okay, all right. Um, also right up there, right, right up there is Burnout Paradise. But that's just because I've recently played <laughs> with it. Day of the Tentacle and Mario World. Yeah, those are the best games. Ever made. <laughs> <laughs> best stories ever told. I don't know. It's hard. It, it, like this is just me right now. Nathan in March thought those games were really cool. Maybe I'll play something like we play it. Like Metal Gear Solid Three was cool, but I haven't played that for a while, so I don't know. Maybe it's not. Cool. Yeah, no, Metal Gear Solid Three is still cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, th- that's what I got right now. But yeah, that changes all the time. It's kind of weird. But uh, we're we're talking about graphics though. Does anyone else want to address that issue? Because that's one thing Burnout Paradise does extremely well in that it's like three years old and it still looks like crazy amazing. So, good job. It was basically, um, I actually try to go for more like artistic kind of stuff, like hand drawn stuff. Think of like a boy and his blob or like res stuff that Limbo. doesn't need to look super realistic, but they're doing something interesting. Limbo, lots of DS games. No, okay. I I really like those ones. Whereas that does kind of grant like a bit of really good looking games are just like okay, they're doing more of that like. I'm not, like, Gears of War 2 looked great, but, okay, tons of games look great. It, yeah. It, I, like, I like unique ones that stand out. For sure. My opinion was, in the case of Burnout, like, that still looks good because it was on the cusp of when we hit that plateau of, like, okay, we can't really improve graphics much anymore. Yeah, and also 60 frames. Like just sticking to that because games have like slowed down since it seems. Yeah, like it's like we'll, we'll up which is good because now we can start focusing back on gameplay or original ideas instead of Gears of War three hundred and two. As much as I love the Gear series, mm-hmm. okay. Uncharted stuff still pretty cool. Despite yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I dislike it when they look great. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying they don't stick in my head. Insane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, not, what was that? Companies like Naughty Dog and Insomniac are kind of special exceptions because mm-hmm. they're just such big budget, awesome. That, uh, and what, they're like they're like first party companies, anyways. They're second party. Yeah. Yeah. What was the, what was that game from uh, the Flower People that you were really struck by? Journey the deserts and stuff. Yeah, like that kind of thing, right? Where it's like yeah, 
got a sharp look to it, so it's immediately more interesting than most of the other stuff. That's fair. Um, next question? or Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, this one's from Dexter. Uh, hey, guys. What do you think are the defining characteristics of a good RPG? If you could make your own RPG, which kind of innovations would you create or put in to make your optimal RPG, i.e. turn-based combat systems and the like? Finally, which game company do you think best fulfills these optimal conditions? Specific game examples would be awesome, too, as I'm always looking to expand my RPG library, even though my backlog is getting more and more events. LOL. Cheers. Okay, I, I want to I ask one thing. Are okay. we talking JRPGs or Western RPGs? Because those have basically become two separate classifications at this point. I think it's just RPGs. Right. Say what you like it about it. It just says RPGs, so I guess what we answer will determine whether we're more of a Western RPG person or JRPG person. I think I we kind need of have to exclude things like games that just have RPG elements, for example, like Mass Effect. Borderlands. And Borderlands. Wait, 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 wait. You're exempting Mass Effect? Because that would be, like, a best Western RPG kind of contender. I don't know. Man. Pretty much anything from Bioware is a Western RPG. Yeah. because, like, shooter... But I guess shooting RPG... Well, how about Mass okay, Effect well. 1, then? Because Mass Effect 2 made it more... This was more yeah, because Mass Effect 1 is more RPG-ish, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if I necessarily want to dwell on Mass Effect, but I like Mass Effect quite a bit. Like, Fallout, though, is a... That's an RPG. Very, very yeah. much a, Fallout, so. Oblivion, or any of the Elder Scrolls, for that matter. Yeah, so I guess I kind of, in general, I'm more intrigued by Western RPGs, but if I'm going to choose a JRPG, I like Persona 4 a whole lot. It's a really, really good game. It's really, really good, and I really like it. Right now, I see myself more into JRPGs, like... But I've, I I got it out of RPGs for a while. I'm trying slowly getting back in, but I'm playing more casual ones like say the Mario and Luigi games or or old SNES ones I used to like like Chrono Trigger or Dragon Quest Nine or whatever. Chrono okay. Trigger is really uh, good. I do keep intending to get back to playing like Mass Effect or Fallout or what have you, mm-hmm. but I, just, I don't have the time anymore. It's the problem. That's that's my issue mainly. It's just like yeah, yeah about like hundred hours like hundred hours. What if it's a good hundred like? I guess, like, in terms of, like, what the things... They're not exactly innovations, but, like, you need really good, interesting characters doing cool stuff to pull me through. Like, Persona 4's storyline is excellent. It's like a season of a show or something. It really, and the contemporary setting didn't hurt at all, either. I'm kind of tired of so medieval do you, are, fantasy. So you're just sick of, like, fantasy settings? You'd rather more... Medieval fantasy, yeah. Like, uh, Sean and I were kind of trying Dragon Age over the past little while, and it just didn't take, because it's just so played. It's it's everything I've ever, you know, it's... It, I, I saw that in a movie, like, six years ago. Well, we, I think we also brought this up in an earlier podcast, too. Are you are you sick of sci-fi as well? No. I can go for some sci-fi almost any day of the week, so... Yeah. So you're just, you're just tired of traditional fantasy? Yeah. Very much so. Very, yeah. Very. <laughs> With my RPG, I recommend the Tales series. Oh yeah, good, good recommendation. It's really good. I really do like the combat system in that. However, I also really like turn-based combat system. Oh. Okay. The only kind of combat system I don't tend to like, I'm kind of going JRPGs here, is ones where, like, you need, it just kind of waits until your turn comes up, like there's a timer. Mm-hmm. So the old Active Final Fantasies? Yeah. yeah, basically, I wasn't a huge fan of that. I kind of like, these are preset turns, so I can just pause. Like, I don't need to, like, pause the game. I can just sit there, and I know I'm not going to die. I don't know. I kind of, I, I like that in a way. I, I like when they started putting in the active turn system, which is, what, like, 
Chrono Trigger uses and like Final Fantasy VI and Seven, where like your meter fills and then you can do a turn, but monsters can also get turns in while you're filling up the meter if you don't act on it. It kind of makes it a little more frantic, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, personally, I like straight, just turn-based. So my other one I would recommend uh, is the Golden Sun series, because it combines the collection stuff of, like, Pokemon. Right, you get all those gins or whatever, and you get super attacks. So, I guess Persona has some elements of collecting stuff, too. Those crazy creatures. Like, yo, Satan was on my team. He was like, hey, go fight. And it was like, alright. It was weird. It's just weird. <laughs> but there's also a Lucifer. So what is that? Think about it. <laughs> That's Sorry. Deep, man. That's deep. Yeah. Like, is they separate Beelzebub? I don't know. But yeah, anyway, I totally agree. There's just not enough time. Okay. It's like short. Um, what was the second half of that question? Was it like specific companies? or? Yeah, like who do we think best does that stuff? Um, I guess... Atlas sometimes, but that's not a thing, really. Whoever, the Persona team does good work. And, uh, Bethesda? Yeah, and Bioware. Whatever the Tales company is. Namco. Well, whatever half of Bioware is, it's sci-fi. They're pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, a lot of people did like Dragon Age. Dragon Age 2 is getting some kind of spotty reviews, though. It's, like, I, it, while it I was at It changed a lot from the first one, from what I heard. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of, I don't know, there's not some hardcore old school people, I guess. So maybe I'll like it this time. I don't know. Is that 80? So, what's the next question? I like, I like how 80 is a bad thing now. I know. No, it's not. Like under 85. It shouldn't be, but it kind of is. It's, it's weird. Um, anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, last question here? Question here? All right. So yeah. What's, is this the last one or? Yeah, it's not even exactly a question. It's a more of a hey, I made a website. So all right. And the name reminds me of Community, the TV show. So I'm gonna read this email. Um, hi, D- TDP. My name's Randall. I'm 13 years old and I'm an avid listener of the podcast. I'm one of the top viewers, which is a little weird to say about a podcast, but viewers on Last FM. Uh, it's a website. You know, scrabbling. Are we on Last FM? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I made I I another one text to make it not, not nothing. So hey, I made a website dedicated to Source Indie Games. Uh, it's called SourceBiblioteca.com. Uh, Biblioteca is a rhyme thing that I'm trying to happen. Do you guys watch Community, or am I just saying nothing? To I don't watch TV. Okay, it's pretty I good. Probably watch Community. It's on Netflix, so anyway. is it really like our yeah. Netflix? Yeah, the first season it's, is. Have you been watching all of it? Like. Oh no, it's Get Glue he's shouting about it on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see part of his Get Glue stuff, but that's about it. Okay. And then, um oh, sorry, that kind of mid off. I was wondering if you guys give a shout out on the podcast, which we just did. Uh there's a lot of places we used to submit content in the forums. But I have pretty much zero viewers. I saw my close friend group. All up to you, of course. Thanks guys. So there you go. There you go, Randall. Thirteen year old making a website about source games is kinda impressive actually. It's actually not yeah. a terrible website. I took a look at it. Okay. And I like source. Okay, there's a Facebook and Twitter support on this website, so it's fully legit. <laughs> so, there you go. Officially endorsed, I guess. Um, that's all I got for emails. Wasn't really a question. Um, so I'm going to turn it into one. Hey, what's your favorite source game? 
Go. <laughs> oh, man. Two seconds to answer. Portal. The correct answer is portal. Yeah. Ah, I got it right. I was going to say Left 4 Dead 2. Nope, that's wrong. It's not correct. Actually, I really did like Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, or maybe even Team Fortress 2. Oh, man, Team Fortress 2. Okay. I do like hats. Who doesn't? I guess bad people don't like hats. If you, you can't, but my 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 uh, Skype photograph has a hat, so how about that? How about that? It is a very classy hat, by the way. We should make a comment about that. <laughs> okay. Bowler hats. Uh, check them out. They're pretty cool. Um, I, that's it for emails, so I don't know. Someone else want to close this out? Hey, if you want to email us, where, where can you email us? Top down perspective at hotmail.com. Oh, and there is a Facebook group. I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, okay. Wow. There's cool. also a page. I fi- I figured that out, Nathan. There's a. What do you mean a page? Yeah, we have, we have a fan page and we have uh, our actual group, group as well. Is, is the group the, just for us really or is that for everyone? I'm not In sure. The you Facebook can, group, you mean? Yeah, there's a group and there's a fan page. Oh, okay. Just a second. A uh, group. I think people just kind of join and do discussions. The fan page is like they say they like it and they can also have discussions. Oh, okay. I don't really get what the difference is. I, I thought I think the group is more for like us who usually like do stuff and discuss things because like Paul's been saying a bunch of stuff there and we were talking about. I was starting to talk about the 3ds the other day. Right. Okay. Oh, that's what I was made an admin of because I was like, that's weird because I created this. Why? Why is Sean? Yeah, no, I created another one. So, anyways, okay. you guys can search us up on Facebook, I guess. And... I'm gonna like my own podcast. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> All right. So. There you go. Fantastic March. ending, by the way, guys. No, we need to... Oh, we need to okay. <laughs> Cave! <laughs> Great. Fuck American McGee.